Today we're talking about the Garrison Demoniac. What happened to all that bacon? We here at Jackson Cloud are an online church. This is its morning show. Let's get to the conversation and more. talk about a weird story in the bible where jesus casts out a bunch of demons into some pigs bacon so let's recount the story anybody remember this jam this was, biblical jam there was a guy who was mm-hmm. garrisonian <laughs> what Gar- the garrison garrisonic garrison a man of the garrison garrisonite uh, yeah, okay, anyway. Do we not yeah. know what word that would be? I don't know I what that no would idea. be. I have no idea. All right, uh, continue. He was... Garrisonian. Yeah, he was from the town of Garrison. <laughs> are they a town or are they a country? <laughs> Let's not talk about geography anymore, because clearly anyway, we don't know what we're there talking was a about. guy who had a lot of demons inside of him, and Jesus cast them out. But they went into pigs for some reason, and then the pigs ran off a cliff. Such a waste of good bacon. Yes, which we're always curious, you know, why do they have a bunch of pigs? Because at least, you know, in Jewish thought, you didn't eat pigs. They were unclean. But was the Gerasenic, Gerasenian, was he Jewish or was he not? Gerasenian. I don't know. I'm not clear on that point. Um but uh, yeah, so we've got this conversation about this. Why? Why would you guys surmise this happened? What's up with the pigs? What's up with the demons? So, if my Minecraft background knowledge works, no, it doesn't. If, so let's just stop if, right there. If There's they no had a lot of carrots right there, if the pigs ate those carrots, they would make another pig, and therefore that's why they had so many the pigs. Circle of life. We are so far off from the goal today. <laughs> um. So let's uh, recap some of these thoughts. So Jesus walks in. There's a guy with all these demons. He casts him out, heals him. You guys remember how long he's even in this area? Isn't it only like 12 hours? If even uh, Yeah, he like gets off the boat and then runs into this guy. This is the We Are Legion story, right? Yes. Okay. You're going to take this Legion. into some X-Men thing now, I'm sure. No. I wasn't going to go there yet. I just wanted to make sure I had the correct one. Because even though I think there's only one story with bacon going over cliffs, it's memorable enough to where I remember Legion. Yeah, they come to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerasenes, and when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Pretty much after Jesus heals this guy, they're like, sent away. So like, you see this happen to Jesus a lot. Like, we've got this question. Was Jesus just sent by God to this area to clean up this guy and then get out? Or was Jesus' ministry cut off after he arrives in this place? Which I wouldn't be opposed to this idea because when you look at, you ever read those stories where Jesus heals someone and says, okay, now don't tell anybody. Uh, People always wonder what that's about. I honestly, I think it's just a very natural thing to say. It's like, hey, look, everywhere I go, people follow me and... Uh, my miracles tend to like create these huge crowds. If you want me to stick around and continue to be able to do ministry, sometimes I need to like not create a huge crowd because 
that makes a whole lot of noise. The people who don't like me show up and I have to leave pretty quick. So you see these moments. Uh, so part of me is like, was Jesus just sent to like clean up this guy from these demons? Or was Jesus going to do a whole lot more ministry, but he couldn't because this made such a big racket in the area? Because um, after after he does this, uh, where he's pretty much told to, to leave. Yes, okay, so Mark, Mark 5, 16 to 17. Those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demons-possessed man and the pigs, and they began to beg Jesus to depart from their region. So there's not necessarily this implication that Jesus was done with the ministry that he would have done, uh, but rather that he was kind of like cut short as to all the things that he could have done more of. Same thing happens in his hometown. Uh, he goes to his hometown, and it says he marveled at their unbelief and could only do a few works there, implying Jesus wanted to heal more people in his hometown, but people people didn't accept them. Uh, there's that quote from Jesus, a prophet's not accepted in his hometown. That happens. Uh, musicians aren't accepted in their hometown. Famous people. Actors. Usually. Actors, yeah. Like their hometown, they might move back. It's like, oh, we remember you. We just changed your diapers and things like that. You're nothing special now. The whole world loves you. That happens to famous people, things like that. Um, so Jesus, he returns to his hometown. He's famous now. He can do all these works and nobody wants him. So Jesus' ministry sometimes gets cut short. Like it did with this guy. Cast out all these demons. They go into pigs. Pigs fall off a cliff. How many were there again? Great herd of pigs feeding on the hillside. So here's kind of my question with that. Yeah. How was there so many demons in one guy? A legion. Like, like normally, if, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're casting out demons, usually you try to just aim for one, I assume. Because hmm. you don't normally hear about it today where there's a ton of demons in one person, or at least not in my experience. I don't know if there's been any in your experience of there being many demons in one guy. Like, mm. it seems highly unusual. It's actually not as unusual as you might think. And we'll talk more about demons during our Halloween week to help people understand this a little better. Uh, but uh, one of the things that kind of matches what you're saying is there's usually a strong man in other words, when you find a lot of demons in a person, sometimes there's one that's especially ranked or chief over the other ones. Uh, and so if you can remove him, you've removed the strong man. You've removed like the one that was maybe holding it more together, and now you can pull out the other stuff. The cornerstone. Yeah, if you will. Uh, Jesus actually talks about when you cast out a demon, uh, now this person, their house, their body is clean. What that demon does is it goes through waterless places and it goes to find its friends. And when it finds its friends, it tries to move back into the house. So he's coming back with a force to try to come in. Showing Jesus even implies like demons work together and it's not always just one. Sometimes there's more. Um, it is actually pretty common that when you're removing a demon, you come across other ones along the way. Um, and, and as far as that goes... You'll find them lumped into different categories or characteristics, like spirit of fear, spirit of uh, sometimes disabilities. You see Jesus cast out a spirit of muteness or deafness. And when those spirits leave, you find out they can hear, they can talk again. So you see them connected to sometimes uh, 
medical problems, but you also see them connected to characteristic problems. So, so yeah, and this guy, this guy was obviously very troubled. He had a whole lot of turmoil going on inside. And he is so overly saturated with demons that he is like to a possessed kind of state is the way he was like a zombie, right? Just coming out like he's not even in control of what's going on. Um, that should be a movie. I wouldn't be surprised if it already is. Uh, yeah, what else on this topic? Why are they going to pigs, Jamin? That's a good question. I yeah, normally, <laughs> normally, they just go away. Yeah. This time, they actually had to be cast into another creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a question we've been asking for a long time. Like, what's up with that? Part of me wonders, and I'll say this, because uh, an ancient technique to remove a demon, because Jesus was very good at just like casting out demons like he was the perfect exorcist there were other people who worked in the job of exorcist at the time though i don't know if they actually ever could remove anything because they weren't jesus but they had tactics and one of the tactics that they had in like ancient customs was you remove a demon from a person into an animal and then you drown an animal in the lake. <laughs> oh. So the idea was essentially like, let's remove the demon from the person, let's move it into something else, and then let's kill that something else so that the demon has nothing left to live in. But wouldn't the demon just move into something else after that? Notice earlier when Jamin was saying the demons, when they had to go find their friends, they went through waterless places. They yeah. drown them in a lake. They're trapped by water. Well, uh, they would at least... uh, Well, okay, so a few thoughts. First off, waterless places may just be deserts. Deserts throughout the Old Testament seem to be a place where they thought demons dwelt because it's anti-Eden, it's anti-life. These things are dead. They live among the dead. So waterless places could be like just this idea like they go back where they belong. Um, But throwing them into the water... uh, The point could be, first off, they are disembodied. They are sent away. The other point could be um in revelation there's a weird verse that talks about like when it's time for the great judgment everything that's ever been alive is like put before jesus to judge so it talks about like hades empties itself and it also says the ocean like empties itself there is this possibility based on john saying that maybe they thought that things that died in water stayed in water in other words like that could have been like another place of the afterlife is things that die on land maybe went under the land to sheol or hades but things that died in water had like a different territory so there could be this just idea of like sending it again to someplace else to the chaos of the water right we talked about that in our episode of order and chaos sending it to satan's land of chaos and where it belongs uh, it could be the idea of sending it to um, to just like the afterlife kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, these are just more like we're looking at ancient conceptions to see why pigs, why do they jump off a cliff, what happens right here. It could also be the idea maybe in the Old Testament you put all your sin on, on a goat and then you gave it to a zazzle. <laughs> it's a whole nother conversation. But Azazel was essentially like, the idea was like, hey, Azazel is a spirit 
this like demon spirit who represents sin. So Israel's like, we don't want sin on our hands. We're putting it on this goat, and then we're not sacrificing it to Azazel. Rather, we send the goat into the desert to Azazel, where evil spirits belong to say sin belongs with evil, so we're sending evil away. So there could be this idea because later people really didn't want that goat to come back now that all the sin's been departed on it. So they were really afraid that like the sin that they sent to the goat to Azazel would come back to Israel. And they'd be like, oh, our sin's returned. So eventually what they started to do is they would kick the goat off a cliff to ensure that it died in the desert with Azazel where all the sin belonged. This is so convoluted. It's not convoluted because that became custom among Israel. Make sure the goat doesn't come back with our sin. Send it to its death and so, leave all our evil there. Okay, but okay, from my perspective, it's mm-hmm. it's looking like it used to be you sacrifice your lamb or your goat or whatever in order to wash away your sins. Yeah. Except now they're putting their sins on that animal and sending it to the devil. So, no, in Israel there were two, two uh, animals. One was sacrificed to God on behalf of your sin, but then they took this other animal and they imparted all their sin into it and then sent that to where sin belongs. In other words, God's like essentially, I don't, I don't want your sin. That doesn't belong with me, <laughs> you know? Uh, so put your sin into the animal and send the animal to uh, where sin belongs, with Satan, with Azazel, with the wilderness, with death, with chaos, with all that. So since it becomes custom to like, we really want to make sure that goat doesn't come back. We're just going to kick it off a cliff to make sure it dies. Jesus could be playing into that custom. It's like, I'm sending all these pigs off a cliff to chaos, to Satan, to Azazel, to death, where sin and demons and all that belong. And it's like this mega exorcism of, usually you kick one goat off. Watch me just like (laughs) cast out an entire country worth of demons right in front of your eyes. It's like a mega exorcism, mega cast this guy's sin away. And also allegory at the same time. Symbolism, allegory, it's all there, yeah. Uh, But since we've gotten into this Azazel stuff, I should probably bring up the verse so that we don't get confused. (laughs) All right, so in Leviticus 16, it it was a rule. Uh, Aaron's going to offer the bull as a sin offering for himself, shall make atonement for himself and for his house. Then he shall take two goats, set them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting, And Aaron shall cast lots over the two goats, one lot for the Lord, one lot for Azazel. Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord and use it as a sin offering. So this is to say, God, this goat is on behalf of our sins. Please forgive us. Uh, And then the goat on which the lot fell for Azazel shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement over it, that it may be sent away into the wilderness to Azazel. Um... So after they get this goat for Azazel, in verse 21, it says, Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head and the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the people of Israel and all the transgressions, all their sins. And he shall put them on the head of the goat and send it away into the wilderness. So again, it's this idea of like, we're exorcisming. (laughs) We're delivering all of our sins into this goat and sending sin where it belongs 
with Satan, Azazel, chaos, the desert, wilderness, all of that. So Jesus with the pigs, it could be that on crack, if you will. Just like a, a huge, bigger version of it. Jesus walks up to one guy. He comes up to this army of demons and is just like, ah, you belong in the water and the chaos and the wilderness and the desert. So using like what they're used to, moving sin, moving demons into an animal, casting the animal where it belongs. And then this passage might make more sense. Unless it still sounds convoluted or like I said, sacrifice to demons, which is not what I said, but maybe what you heard at one point. Have I clarified that? That that? is what I heard at one point. Yes, okay, I understand. It is clarified. I understand now. All right. Sounds good to me. It just, I'm very (laughs) still said, still very sad about the bacon. Well, because. I mean, I mean, it's not your bacon. I mean, it's so. true, but like a hundred pigs of bacon. That just sounds I mean, think about it, though. so good. Jesus just cast a bunch of their food into if the water. If, if it was their food. Again, if they, if they were, were Jewish, then yeah. they weren't eating bacon at this point. But then why would they have so many pigs if they weren't going to eat bacon? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Unless, Unless, they okay, before you were, had garbage disposals, <laughs> you would feed I'm all your slop to pigs? I mean, people do it today. I'm just saying. Oh, so you're saying it was their trash can. It could have been. I don't know. I mean, maybe. No, goats are the ones that eat everything. Well, pigs do, well, too. Pigs that's part of the reason they food. couldn't eat the pigs is because look at what those things eat. That's not clean. We can't eat that after they've eaten that. So fair. Right it's now. so tasty. <laughs> The Jackson Cloud is an online church, and we would love for you to join it and continue this conversation about the Gerasene Demoniac. And one of the great ways to join it is by joining us on the Discord. We'll link it below. Or also on the website. And be sure to like, comment, subscribe down below as well.